0: Hey, welcome to Thrones of Game. Just before we get into the podcast today, we want to tell you about our other podcast, our brand new show, Pulp Fury Radio.
1: Yes, Pulp Fury Radio is where we take the aesthetics of old world radio and pair them with new pulp genres.
0: Our first season is almost done. We've got four stories out now with one more to go. And starting out is the B-grade sci-fi horror story. It came from the bottom of the ocean, but also from space.
1: If you like a bit more classic mystery, we also have the last known sighting of Irma Strauss, a murder mystery set on a speeding train.
0: But if this is too much darkness for you, we've got a light-hearted fantasy adventure story and working-class wizards.
1: After that, we've got the harrowing, haunting story, The Terror in the Walls.
0: And then our season finale coming very soon is Jazz Noir, The Music of Murder.
1: Check us out now on PulpFuryRadio.com or PulpFuryRadio, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: All right, let's do Thrones game! Woo!
1: Always with the woo. (laughs) there you little birds on the wind welcome to thrones of game the game of thrones podcast that watches the series backwards if you've never heard the show before friend well let me explain there my name is bt calloway i've already seen the entire show joining me is elliot j o'neill who had never watched a single episode of game of thrones until we started watching in reverse order elliot how are you doing buddy
0: i'm doing good man you know i had a nice dinner and i'm just enjoying a nice glass of red wine
1: and Yes, it's the bird pie. It's always the bird pie. (laughs) Yep, we just watched season four, episode two, The Lion and the Rose. And for those of you playing at home, this is the one where, you know... And I, why do I always forget Joffrey's name? Why do I always. Because <laughs> Joffrey, you know, he bites it. He sees a farm and he goes, that's a nice farm. I'd like to buy it. He sees a bucket and he's like, not kicking this. Mm.
0: Much like uh, uh, Sass Queen earlier in the episode, he just absolutely et it.
1: Oh, he et it good.
0: Fuck, she said et and everything.
1: Oh. Yeah, English people and et.
0: <laughs> I love my Sass Queen, but I hate the word et.
1: Yeah, it's very. Yeah, mm. just, I don't know. Some some hits the ear on. It's
0: like you mispronounced the title of that Steven Spielberg movie.
1: <laughs> you gonna go say "at" part two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's probably an accent out somewhere that does that, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, that's the main takeaway from this episode. Is you know he uh, Joffrey dies. Yeah, awfully.
0: Yeah, like you can see BT, but the audience at home can't see. Uh, when we move to a, like, a new area of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. I change up the colour of my big pen, just oh, so wow. it's kind of easier on the eyes for me when I'm in this mode. I can go, oh yeah, that scene, that, yep. yeah. So it's just a bit easier to break up the parts of the episode. And yeah, my second page is just all this fucking mm-hmm. wedding.
1: Because everything else is pretty much just talking. It's a lot of talking episode, which is fine. It's pieces moving, yada, yada. And it does really build up to this this whole choking, what's uh, then becomes co- called the purple wedding because Joffrey oh, turns purple. right.
0: Yep. He turned a lot of colours in the purple gradient. Mm. Like you saw, yeah, these wild mixes of greys and reds and blues. So someone's and, like, oh. we're going to
1: start you off with a nice lilac, then we're going to move to violet and finally mm. when you're carking it, royal blue.
0: Yeah, oh, these guys must have uh, studied some choked out corpses because I don't, I don't know if actually it looked realistic but it was unsettling.
1: It looked effective and that's the important part. Mm. Um, Yeah, screw us. We just dive right into that and just meander through the rest of it later. Unconventional (laughs) podcast. Pew, pew, pew.
0: Well, once again, I have forgotten to think about my MVP walking down the stairs. Uh, (laughs) I had lots of time to think about this. Do you have an MVP? Sorry, I'm taking over the questionnaire all of a sudden, apparently.
1: (laughs) Pew, pew, pew. Renegades. Uh, exactly. Renegade podcast. Renegades of um, pod. Yeah, I got, I got two. One was definitely, Joffrey dies well. Like, that mm. actor really knocks that shit out of the park. And he's a fantastic little shit during this entire thing. It's, mm. even if, like, I know you hadn't seen him really, actually, if you haven't seen him before. This is the first episode of Joffrey you've ever had. I imagine he was still an insufferable little shit.
0: Oh, because, yeah, the, he's his reputation precedes him, because, mm-hmm. like, I've mostly built out my understanding of Joffrey from other people's memes on Facebook, and I'm like, Oh, I suppose suppose the kid that looks like a precocious little cunt is a precocious little cunt. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, no, precocious actually means that you're kind of talented for your age, which maybe he is. Apparently he battled well.
1: Uh, He's a king. He had other people battle for him.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. The stories that the little people recreated for us were uh, for entertainment purposes. Yeah,
1: uh, history written by the victors. Ah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I do like how there's so much drama kind of under the surface in this entire sequence, so you've just mm. got Joffrey being the little shit that he is, but you know everything else. That when he's you know brings out all these uh you know little people to recreate the Battle of the Five Kings and just how offended everybody else yeah. gets because they're like you know that the, the um, Tyrells you know one of them storms off in anger because you know they lost someone during this war and the camera does a really nice zoom on Sansa. Sophie Turner really just acting entir- entirely just upper body acting, mm. not really doing anything, but then really expressing a lot at uh, the death of rob stark
0: yeah for someone whose performance could just be summed up as still throughout the episode yeah jean gray fucking nailed Mm. just like looking like she was sitting on eggshells the entire time
1: yeah and that kind of sense of this is just life from now on that i'm just gonna have to suffer through this and just you know deal with these deal with these wounds with good humor it's like yeah it
0: sucks well because yeah, if I knew nothing about Joffrey, because, yeah, like I said, his reputation precedes him, but if I knew nothing about him, like, seeing this first scene, it's like, well, he's being polite, and he's thanking people for the gifts and mm-hmm. and all that, but then, yeah, he gets the sword and just abs- absolutely acts like a little shit, and it's wonderfully Oh, douchebag! Like he also has resting douchebag
1: face. He does. He very punchable guy. I don't oh. want to. I don't want to say that because apparently the actor has copped a bit of shit in real life, but it's taken it reasonably well. Yeah, as people do because people are idiots. Mm. Um, but yeah, very slight. not a punchable face. It's a slappable face. I don't want to punch him. I just want to open up palm real hard.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know.
1: I don't know why. There's a difference somewhere in there. There is a genuine difference, and there it is.
0: Isn't that what Louise Belcher wants to do with one of the boys
1: for now, boys? <laughs> Different kind of slap, I imagine. I don't know, I've got Louise <laughs> Well, I
0: mean, I agree with her. I'd like to slap Bobo one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bobo. Uh, yeah, but I also like how they kind of split the wedding up into two halves. You have this whole kind of reception moment where, you know, him and Marjorie Tyrell are getting all their gifts and whatever. And there's a good little hmm. bit where Tyrion gives him this book and he's all like, oh, it's about the reign of the last four kings. And, you know, and then he, Joffrey has this moment of, you know, it's good to, after so much war, to sit down and have some wisdom. And it's like, oh, he, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, is this guy a cunt? Uh, that was like was, a pretty raisin dancer.
1: Maybe he's grown up a little bit. And then he chops it to bits. And you're like, <laughs> ah, wisdom. Remember when Tyrion, uh, Tywin later on is like, oh, yes, you need wisdom to be king now. Let's talk about how babies are made. Yeah. <laughs> so, ah, there's that wisdom bit he didn't have. Because all chop, chop, book, book. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I, I mean, I get the reaction. Reading sucks,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, but chopping it, but it's a nice addition and everything. And uh, with his new sword, he calls it Widow's Whale. Yeah, a jerk. But I mean, he like, I like how he goes improv for that. He's like, I need a name for this sword. Yeah, okay, and a location and an occupation. Wid- I heard widow and I heard whale. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: like- You've been great. Yeah, but I I was expecting him to go, I'm going to call this book hater. (laughs)
1: I'm (laughs) going to call it letter murders. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Sorry to interrupt the episode. I just realized he should have called it letter opener. That was way better. Oh, well, back to the show.
0: I don't know. I I'm going to call it the Destroyer of Uncle presents. Mm.
1: <laughs> Just something genuinely awful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My sword is named Tyrion Sucks.
1: Yep. And then I do really like um, the whole kind of sequence where he makes Tyrion his cupbearer is really tense. And that kind of had this back and forth of Tyrion, like, kind of shining him on a little bit where he's all like, you know, immediately goes goes to Tyrion, oh, why don't you go out with these little people and show them how to fight and things like that and he's like, oh, you know, after such great uh, kingsmanship on your behalf, I'm sure you would want to go out and show everyone how a king fights. Kind of like passing the ball back to him and then Pause the wine out. I like how that goes on for long enough. And then Marjorie Tyrell is like, oh, look, the pie. Everyone stop looking at this awkward situation. <laughs> look, the pie. Yeah, But then uh, being Joffrey being a massive cunt is just like, goes right back to it after the distraction. like, no, no, my cup. Remember this whole bit we were doing? And yeah. I like when, you know, he drops the cup and Tyrion goes to get it and then Sansa leans down and picks it up for him. It's like a little bit of solidarity between them. They're like, that kind of moment of we're going to have to suffer this dickhead for as long as he's king we may as well do it together. It's a good good little, it's completely non-verbal and just entirely done in action and I do really like that.
0: And this is very, um, this gives me a unique perspective. I know we say it all the time that we've got such a unique perspective. Such a unique perspective. (laughs) But no, this one, I got to have my first watch looking out for the clues. Mm. And... I think there was that moment where um, Sasquen came mm-hmm. up to Sansa and was, like, fiddling with her hair. And I never actually saw the um, jewel leave. I just saw it was already gone by yeah. the time I started looking out for it.
1: Yep, me too.
0: Yeah. So, like... But, yeah, that, she played that wonderfully as well.
1: As Sasquen always does.
0: Yeah, it feels like there's so many layers of dialogue going on with each words. Like I, I really love the script and performances mm-hmm. on this one.
1: Yeah, it's like one that was mostly talking. I wasn't ever really bored. It was like, mm. I know this is setting. some parts were setting bits up and was like, okay, this is moving pieces. But yeah, other parts, like there's a bit where Tywin Lannister, Cecil Lannister meet with uh, uh, Oberyn Martell and whatever the lady is, he's with is called. I forgot that. Elora Sand, I think. And they just have an entire thing of just like, stacked backhand compliments and yeah. stuff <laughs> it's amazing there's so many layers there. i can't even dissect it all but it's just it's pretty damn incredible
0: yeah and you know also to contrast that the bit where cersei is just talking absolutely directly to um the old guy that looks like a alcoholic
1: <laughs> yeah the Ma- maester old fart mm. yeah
0: definitely the kind of person you wouldn't want to have come into your chambers to look at your wounds yeah
1: no, no. So, yeah, hard to tell if he's being pervy or just incompetent because mm. like got this, you know, servant girl up against the wall trying to just Oh yes, yeah, well, 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 I'll definitely have a look at you. Mm. Very drunk at the time. <laughs> not, not not that charming. Um yeah, and then Cersei just cuts him and he's like, I just, you are so annoying, fuck off. Yeah. I, like, I don't mean to be like. I know you don't mean to be, me, but you still are
0: <laughs> I gotta say though. Lena Headey, you know, normally we're praising the absolute mm. shit out of her. Like, I actually didn't like her performance for Joffrey dying. I, oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. It just, yeah, didn't do it for me.
1: I suppose when you hit such massive highs on like doing very little and yet still knocking it right out of the park, when you've got a big moment, it's hard to know how big that should go. Yeah. Yeah, I believed it and everything, but yeah, you're right. I didn't. I didn't walk out of this writing that down. Holy shit, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I sort of I was thinking about um, in Breaking Bad when, um, uh, like, right in the last season (spoilers for that show, if you haven't seen it), Mm -hmm. uh, when Walter uh, take—it's all been revealed. He's everyone knows he's a drug uh, manufacturer, and um, he takes Holly, his baby daughter, Mm -hmm. away uh, from Skyler, his uh, wife, ex-wife, whatever, and drives off, and like she's just crying in the middle of the street. And, yeah, I never bought that performance, but then I saw, like, in the deleted scenes and all the extras and stuff, like, they were working at that performance for ages, and it's yeah, just, right. it's all they could get, really. And, like, it's fair enough. All right, act like a distraught parent whose child has just been abducted.
1: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where on the scale do I land on this? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Your son has died. Go.
1: Mm uh well and look out for our next series bad breaking coming in 2022
0: well technically we'd have to do soul call better first because it is the prequel series
1: soul call better sounds like a fat boy slim song Mm. soul call better check it out now i don't know what i have to think of everything here
0: soul soul
1: (laughs) uh my actual mvp to get back to this question Geez. Uh was probably going to be when uh, Tyrion calls Shay in and just uh, has a Harry and the Hendersons moment. To, <laughs> you, know, you have to go! Get out of here! I never loved you! You were a whore! Yeah. And, like, again...
0: Um, just Tyrion. delivering the most unwoke speech. Sex work is real work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but you can tell it's paining him as well. That's <laughs> Dinklage is knocking the shit out of the park, as always. Where he's, yeah. He can't even meet her eye, and he's kind of turned away from the camera.
0: And he gets into upset Tyrion voice. No! <laughs> yeah, God, it, it's just not far. Uh It's the same as. Oh wait, that wasn't this show. That was in fucking Infinity <laughs> War. <laughs> you were supposed to protect us, the stones, the Infinity Stones.
1: <laughs> I mean, they're still talking about you know medieval garbage and, and yeah. overdrawn voices. So sure, why not? I can see that someone someone has mixed that on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, you just have to find that. Uh, Weird,
0: he ended up in this show being Bran's hand And in that movie he made a giant hand for Thanos
1: Hands They mm. symbolize something
0: And they're huge
1: <laughs> Touch anything but them. Wait a second <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Just going there through my notes here. Brianna Tath shows up and is great.
0: And she's <laughs> heading to a Star Trek convention? <laughs> I
1: know. <laughs> Instead of being in all armor, she's just in this, you know, blue tunic thing. And yeah, it's either a Zelda kind of moment or a Star yeah. Trek villain or something. <laughs> sorry, a Star Trek dignitary or something like that. yeah I, it's...
0: She looked like she was heading to a con. like Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> she looked like she bought the VIP package to go meet fucking, I don't know, who would do Star Trek conventions these days? Mm, most t- of them still. Decay? T- t-
1: yeah, decay. T- well, no, I mean. Wheaton still shows up? Yeah, probably
0: Wheaton, yeah. I don't know. She seems like she'd be OG or maybe next gen.
1: I feel like she'd be next gen. That's the more the, t- the Like the OG is where they kind of have almost a t shirt. Yeah. Like a yeah. Lycra spandex thing going on. And mm. OG is when they had this. St- although apparently they couldn't clean those, so. Uh... They couldn't clean them. Yeah, well, they were very hard to clean the Star Trek uniforms, so they stank. Wonder
0: if that's the same excuse they used in this show, just for, you know, oh, we got to, you know, capture the times.
1: Yeah, for authenticity. Uh... <laughs>
0: Saving money on laundry.
1: <laughs> yeah, although I did want to throw to a little um, detail that was in Costuming segue. Um which is where- To Fashion Corner? Wink. Wink. Uh, which is that, uh, Joffrey's crown has, first of all, he's a Baratheon, so the, uh, the crown kind of looks like deer antler, mm. and then, but interwoven through that is, uh, little rosebud vines to represent the, uh, Tyrells.
0: Ah, right, who's, right,
1: Whose bat sigil is the rose. hence ah. so. Henceforth the name of the episode, The Lion and the Rose, and as I said to you before we watched this one, uh, Joffrey is not a, uh, lannister lion he is a baratheon so he's supposed to be it should be the stag in the rose
0: so what's the significance of the lion mouth that the uh, little people jump out of
1: uh um i guess he was still celebrating being in a lannister even though he's not all right i don't know man
0: well just while we're in fashion corner in the tyrells mm-hmm. fucking marjorie it's more like marge of house simpson like did you <laughs> see how tall her hair was yeah pretty
1: damn <laughs> It was, it was extravagant, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, like, I always find it funny when anyone tries to cosplay as The Simpsons because they own, like, they're just characters that only work within yeah. that animation style.
1: Yeah, you either look terrible or you look horrifying.
0: Yeah, <laughs> especially, yeah, with the big eyes that are just so disproportionate, and especially Marge's hair. Mm-hmm. And that is the closest I have seen to anyone <laughs> uh, recreating it in a way that's, like, similar yet, um, you know, believable in our reality.
1: Yeah, yeah, thank God, because, again, some things should not translate over to real life. Yeah. Get out of our reality, Simpsons.
0: But I reckon that if you fiddled with the contrast setting on your TV just enough, you could make her (laughs) look like she's got, yeah, blue hair and yellow skin, and it can be Marjorie Tyrell of House Simpson.
1: could do, and also a foxy Marjorie Tyrell of House Simpson, (laughs) because this is one of those wedding dresses where everyone's like, damn!
0: Yeah, she has a very attractive body.
1: She does, indeed. Hmm. So nudity didn't really have any in this episode. Nope, nope. Uh, we had some. We
0: would have if they didn't bloody kill Joffrey.
1: Ah, could have. Yeah, whatever.
0: Didn't nah. they even have a line about um something something before you even get a chance to consummate your marriage?
1: Uh yeah. Tyrion had a little in his little back and forth. Was all like something about you know draining his vigor or no taking his uh being aware of that the uh, little people would not take his innocence before his uh. Take his virility or something before his wedding night. Right, I can't quite remember it. Something it was in there.
0: So how was watching this in forward? Was this a shocking episode or did this get spoiled for you? Or wh- how'd that go down?
1: We were all itching for uh, Joffrey to die. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it was, uh, I, I can't quite remember if it was spoiled for me or not, but it was genuinely surprising that you know you kind of knew it was coming at some point, but when and I didn't think no one really thought the wedding was necessarily going to be the moment, especially because nothing really happens until it's happening yeah yeah um and yeah then once he starts going uh, uh, you're like oh wait a sec <laughs> yeah i gotta say
0: the first couple of coughs when he was standing like they looked a bit adr'd in like maybe it, i don't know if it was just a bit of dodgy editing but yeah there was just a couple of audio sync issues maybe it was my tv i don't
1: know yeah we have a snazzy new tv i'm not gonna blame the tv look at, <laughs> look up. it'll be insulted it's so pretty
0: uh, i'm ready to i wasn't yeah i'm actually regretting that purchase a little
1: you, you people with your crazy nice TVs.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It just does a bunch of weird shit that are like just bugs that I... Uh, I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, we don't want to sit here talk about TVs on the podcast. Yeah, why well, not? Well, maybe we do. I don't know. Pew, pew.
0: <laughs> It's relatable. I'll see how it does in the... In I'm the sure edit. lots of people will regret buying their 4K TV, which just has weird menu things. It's mostly that. It's just a lot of its default settings are questionable, but I think that's the same with a lot of people. I think people. it's
1: the problem of manufacturers being like, okay, this is brand new. We have to make it all shiny and amazing. It's like, TV menus are fine. What are we going to change? I don't know. Let's make it interesting. You mean weird and kind of unintuitive? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Like,
0: the remote doesn't have a source button and, like... You can navigate to it. Yeah, that's stupid.
1: Let's have incredibly minimalist things that you then have to search for the correct button for for 10 minutes.
0: It is still just um, oddly unintuitive that there isn't, like, a source button but there's a button for Amazon Prime video, which is yeah. next on the chopping block after I get rid of Stan.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. It is weird when they have those preloaded buttons like, this is what you're going to use. It's like, you don't tell me what I use, motherfucker. Yeah.
0: Well, I actually just figured out today how to sort the app, so now I don't have to scroll like through all the default sh- bullshit like KO and Foxtel Go to get to Switch. Fuck oh, off. Yeah. 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 Anyway.
1: <laughs> that's been TV talk. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah. I mean, it's a lovely TV, though. Things look good when you watch them. They look crisp. Mm. Especially this show. You know, mm-hmm. it's nice throwing on nice Blu-ray and seeing, like, all film grain and stuff.
1: My eyes, like, calibrated with film grain, so I don't see it. Ah, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> yep.
0: It looks grainy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, especially when Allbrand's eating his uh, little bread loaf there. You can see each individual grain, and then with the film grain on top of that.
1: It's grain on grain, mm. baby.
0: Whole whole grain. Whole all bran. Fuck. Almost got
1: it. Uh, all brand bread. Brain, grain, bread. Whole grain, all bran. Hodor's own grainy bread bran. <laughs>
0: Hoda's own whole brand, ah, whatever, okay.
1: Yeah, but may as well cover that. Uh, You know, Bra- uh, Bran and the Scooby gang are all hanging out and then they see a Deku tree yep. and he's like, oh, take me over to it. So he does and he's like looking at the face and then he like touches it and has some visions and most importantly sees you know, what everyone at the time thought was snow falling on the Iron Throne, wink to what was going to happen, snow oh. on the throne. Nope, turns out that's Ash in the end. And uh, oh. we also see dragons over King's Landing. And then he comes out of it and sees someone's carved something on this tree. Zeppelin rules. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: jl SL. Yeah. I do don't know how to spell Cersei.
1: <laughs> I think it's a C.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he has that little montage. And I was trying to work out um, Requiem for a Dream, but Wagging. Wagcream for a Dream? Oh. Uh, al- almost. Almost.
1: Yeah, close waggy wagging for a dream. Yeah, uh,
0: I do get distracted coming up, w- trying to come up with episode titles while we're watching yeah. it. That I get forget, you know.
1: Although before that, he had wagged into his direwolf, so he did wag the dog.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's an episode title.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much that entire bit. Like, there's not a whole. He sees no. the three-eyed raven. Yeah. The no, lo- I liked it, though. Yeah. I
0: thought it was a really good metaphor for, you know, uh, anytime you try to procrastinate or just avoid something that you got to deal with. And, yeah, I thought it was a great conversation and good performances all around.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to bring us to our next question, violence. Uh, didn't get too much, but we got some audio violence. And I always find that if that's done effectively, that can be very terrifying. This is the beginning where uh, Ramsey, Reek, and Miranda, creepy girl, are all mm. on a hunt. And you find out they're hunting the most dangerous game, man. In this case, <laughs> terrified woman, which is not so dangerous. She was too pretty. Yeah. Ah, damn, ever so creepy, Miranda. Mm.
0: Someone said she's got curlier eyelashes than
1: me. Oh, no. Better have a dog bite them off. Mm. <laughs> It'd be ever so creepy.
0: No, yeah. this, And it was a weird thing. You know, I'm still looking out. When's the episode that he's actually going to capture Theon? I thought this was this. Mm. But no, Theon was just uh, the third dog in this
1: pack. Yeah, I think it's mid next season, if I remember correctly. But I very well may not. Yeah. Mm. So.
0: No, that's just crazy how long this dude has been dealing with this fucking shit.
1: Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah, long-running story threads. Yeah. uh, That's that's how it works. They've been around for so long, you're like, where's this going to go? Yeah. Mm. Um, So yeah, that bit's all... But again, awful. it's it's, the, yeah, it's awful, but again, I like that it's off-screen, and it's that kind of thing where not seeing it is worse because it lets your imagination fill in all of the terrifying blanks of it.
0: Yeah, well, it actually just reminded me a lot of da- uh, Django Unchained. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, but that, of course, it's Quentin Tarantino, so he does have you know scenes of the dude being ripped apart mm-hmm. by the dogs. But uh, he's mostly doing the same thing, uh, mm-hmm. which is focusing on the person who's most horrified's reaction. I just yeah. thought... Yeah, uh, Rake is looking a little greener around the gills for someone who's looking into getting into Mandingo fighting.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I like to, I mean, there's a good point to be made in violence being done well, and a very good example of that is actually Pulp Fiction, where um, a lot of the violence, even if on the screen, you don't necessarily see anything, like the guy where, part where Bruce Willis stabs that guy with the sword he yeah. kind of swings it towards him then it cuts and the guy is turning away with a red slash down him then he kind of stabs him from behind and it does but you, the sword actually goes in off frame but because it's well done it feels very big and graphic
0: yeah that's it and mm. it's you know keeping focus on the badass in that scene and, you know, yeah. blurring out the dying dude. And yeah. so it's even like a clever way to sort of be a bit more on a budget doing scenes like that. Because, mm. yeah, you'll probably blow out your budget trying to do too many graphic uh, things and even practical effects, especially, yeah, when you've got to blow your makeup budget on Joffrey later in the show. Yeah,
1: exactly. So where he's here, you can just have, oh, we need someone being eaten by a dog. So let's just tear this sheet and pour out this dog food and hit it with a hammer.
0: Yep. <laughs> and... Yeah, all they had to do really for her was just get one of those uh, things that you put on your head to make it look like someone shot you with an arrow. Just put it on her leg.
1: Yeah, much easier. Mm. And then hard cut to someone eat, to Tyrion eating sausages. Yes. That was like a weird cut. <laughs>
0: there were a couple, actually. Uh, what was the other smash cut? Oh, yeah, it was Tyrion smacking over the wine that led to the next scene. Like, mm. I appreciated what they were going for. I don't think it landed.
1: Yeah, it's very weird. Those, like, man, it's, an, it's a weird choice. I don't know why they've done it. It's, does, it doesn't fit anything at all. It's so. like
0: last episode with the butt wipe. I yeah. mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. The, like, w- the, the
1: wipe to butt. Yeah. <laughs> like you uh, in
0: Star Wars or a Star Wipe or whatever. Yeah, anyway, butt wipe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got some kind of classic Tyrion. This is him before he's kind of broken and de- de- dejected, where he's just all like, hmm, food and wine and oh, good, good, good.
0: I actually don't know if I've ever seen him... Um, casually enjoying a meal at a table before like yeah. i've seen him you know having to negotiate with people and like just taking wine mm. when it, getting where he can but like being a man of nobility and eating yeah. casually.
1: I know. I'm kind of curious. Was the prison cell the turning point for him when he was, you know, just out of everything and then saved by Verus at the very last moment? Yeah. Um, was that the kind of turning point or is it a little bit earlier than this and this is just a reprise of what he used to be? I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to find out though.
0: Yeah. But no, it was a sweet scene where uh, Jamie knocks over the cup. It's fine. It's fine it's just wine, and then he pours it on the table himself, ah. and yeah, it's so funny, because especially later on he's just getting bits and skerricks of wine when he can, and where he can, mm-hmm. and just to have yeah. the luxury to pour it just to make his brother feel better. Yeah,
1: it's a great moment of, yeah, I agree. Very good. Um, so I'm curious how that works out in the backwatch. Anyway.
0: Oh, and um little violent adjacent, yeah, well, we got the scene of him Jamie training with Braun.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, there's a great little cut to that, and Again, Braun, his entire dialogue is just incredible. Yeah. It's just like, Jamie's like, well, is this a safe place to train? He goes, well, you know that really big fucker with the lightning bolts on his shield? This is where I come to fuck his wife. So, yeah, it's pretty safe. It's like... (laughs) <laughs>
0: and Jesus howler, screamer. <laughs>
1: yeah. Ah, so good. But yeah, it, it
0: does seem like a nice little secu- secluded place, but mm-hmm. it is funny that this is, yeah, the first of like two training sequences and then, oh, it's okay, Jamie's a fucking awesome swordsman again.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, how many did you really want to do of him getting his ass handed to him? It's, yeah.
0: yeah. No, I mean, no, that's a good point. It's just, yeah, it's funny watching yeah. it work this way.
1: Yeah, ca- counting exactly how many scenes there were for this.
0: Yeah, and especially because how thick he was laying it on here. Oh, I'll never be a swordsman. My instincts are all wrong. <sighs> yeah.
1: I never, he never gets great again, though, to be entirely fair. So.
0: Doesn't he? I feel like everybody, like, he, talks about him like he's king shit.
1: Yeah, but they talk about him like he's king shit, but he never, I don't think he really fights anyone terribly well that we've, you know, seen in this backwards watch. Yeah. Everyone knows he can, and I think he does a bit of fighting, but nothing like Master tier, as far yeah, as I remember, boss. at least. Uh, but there's a good little line from Braun when, you know, he gives, he throws Jamie's uh, training sword on the ground, he goes to pick it up, and he smacks his hand with it. He's like, yeah. you're know, you going to attack a man when he's down. He's like, oh, it's the best fucking time to attack a man. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> Why would you kick me in the boss? Why wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'd like to live, remember? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we get... Um, you know, they show. We go to Winterfell again, which is under Bolton control, and then we have a bit of back and forth with Ramsay Bolton and uh, his dad, who I can't remember right now. Ruse Bolton, yeah, Ruse. Mm. and his mum shows up, and yeah.
0: Uh, oh yeah that's right this is my bastard <laughs> yeah. you've met
1: my bastard remember he's a bastard did i mention that
0: it's just, uh, imagine introducing someone like that <laughs> yeah. especially I, I just in that moment thought about my brother who you know his first kid was born out of wedlock and then the ah. second one wasn't so, this is my daughter and then this is my bastard <laughs> yeah,
1: it could, if you change the tone it could almost be a comedy this entire sequence because, oh yeah because there's that bit and then later on he's all like you you tortured Theon Greyjoy. Well, you know, did you did you flay him? He goes, oh, I peeled some bits and cut some others off. Wop, 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 wop. <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> yeah, no. Waka waka. Uh, but then there's a whole bit where he gets reeked to shave him, while well, it's just to prove how obedient he's become. And yeah, yeah, it does a little bit where he tells him that Rob Stark is dead, and that really that again, good face acting of just how like distraught he is, and just standing there, and he just goes back to shaving. <laughs>
0: I wonder if, like, for uh, the actor playing Rick, it's one of these things where, uh, you know when you've been on a boat for a few hours and then you get back onto stable land and, like, you feel like you're still moving? Yeah. Like, I wonder if that's the same with him, if, it like, now he's got Parkinson's just because of how much he had to that's fucking to, like, shake, shake all in that home. No, I don't actually have PTSD. It's just it's this just, fucking show. <laughs> it's just
1: my body thinks I do because I did it so much. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. You could probably get some weird after effects from doing stuff like this. Uh,
0: Yeah, well, I don't know if it's true, but the thing about, like, House, that, yeah, he faked the limp for so much of his acting that now he had a limp on the opposite thing, so (laughs) they had to start filming scenes that they knew they could mirror so he could, like, even out the limp and not put so much pressure on the limping leg.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, Yeah. probably true. (laughs) Uh,
0: uh, Now that I say it out loud, it sounds pretty, like, overkill for a production to focus on that, but whatever, it's a nice story.
1: Yeah, and it's also, I imagine, yeah, you limp... Almost all day, every day, for however many takes it takes you to get something.
0: Yeah, it's still a day job if you're doing it eight hours in and out. Yeah, yeah
1: if not more. I mean, Probably, sc- schedules because... can be crazy long sometimes.
0: Yeah, because the working standards of TV and film are not good.
1: <laughs> not good, and just sometimes it takes ten hours to get a shot. Hmm.
0: And damn it, Hugh Laurie's going to make sure he will get damn, that shot.
1: Damn, yeah, Hugh Laurie. Let's have him in this show. Let's have, some, <laughs> let's have Maester House as a spin-off.
0: Hell oh, yeah. House what? House. <laughs> I I am Gregory of House House. Yep. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the production company that made Untitled Goose Game.
1: Oh, House House. Well, damn it. All right, fine. We'll, t- we'll make a game called Titled Goose Game, and uh, we'll take them to the cleaners.
0: Man, they released the two-player update the other day. Me and my uh, girlfriend were playing mm-hmm. it. Holy fuck, it is so good. Like the pub level is clearly not made for two players, but like everything else is so goddamn and yeah, when you play it as two player it becomes untitled geese game.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's good. They thought of that. Hmm. Correct grammar, I like it. Yeah. Anywho. Yep. Uh, we get a bit of Millhouse and the Lord of Light, and she's just setting dudes on fire. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, you, you kind of suck, but you're still very attractive.
0: Oh, I hate the fucking galaxy brain fucking uh, cult follower bullshit. It's yeah, like, the. Um, when you found God. Oh, when God found me. Oh, but, fuck uh, you. Uh, <laughs> you
1: know what we mean, dick nuts. Jeez. <laughs> Well, actually,
0: yeah. the Lord's inside of me the whole time. time. I just have
1: to realise it all along. <laughs> it's like, you're speaking in cliches now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but we also get a different kind of crazy, the fanatic crazy of uh, Bra- Stanith Baratheon's wife, who's like, did you see? Oh, that their souls left their body and they're in a better place now. Yadda yadda Did you see?
0: <laughs> no, I just saw a dude crisp up. I saw you, like, <laughs> set your own brother on
1: fire. Yeah. What is wrong with you people?
0: <laughs> there was no soul girl you're crazy there was just fat from their body burning
1: Yeah, there's a good little bit where, for some reason, they send Millhouse, the red woman, to go talk to Serene.
0: I swear she lights a candle that was already lit as well. Anyway, sorry.
1: I mean, ooh, she has firepowers. ooh, watch <laughs> me, light this candle twice. <laughs> um, yeah, and they have a kind of awkward back and forth. I don't really know what the point of is. Why even send her to be, I guess the mother is all like, oh, but Serene's so sinful and it talks back and blah, blah, blah. It's like, why would you then send her right, This is weird. It felt
0: like they were setting up more of this girl to have like a skepticism of this, which I yeah. don't think, like, I think they touched on, but I don't think quite paid off.
1: No, I didn't really, because she, by the end, is all like, oh, but I've read the, the seven-pointed star, and then she's like, oh, it's all fantasy and ter- fairy tales. Oh, really? And it's like, mm. you wanted to have a bit of resistance, or a little bit of what makes your religion real and this one fake? And I don't know, something. Yeah, it, it was... I'm not too sure what to pull from this uh, scene.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, if it's laying the groundwork as well for the eventual moment where the mm-hmm. little girl gets goes the way of uh, the fucking uh, woman brother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Uncle.
0: Yeah, they, they kill her. <laughs> yeah. But- you know, if they're laying the groundwork for that, but yeah, it's just... And especially because it, it was so long between this and that. Mm,
1: yeah. It was just a little reminder that this character exists. Yeah, and uh, I do like where she walks into Millhouse. Like, oh, did you see the ceremony on the beach? And Suri's like, I heard it. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, I yeah, I wasn't gonna sleep tonight, bitch, was I? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Women g- scream when they give birth. Fuck off, you <laughs> galaxy-brained moron.
1: Ah, uh, galaxy brain crazy. There's so many brands of crazy out there.
0: <laughs> Crazies and creepies. Game of Thrones have got them all.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Um, no cock talk yet again. When is someone going to use their penis as a metaphor? Hmm. I mean, I just... I miss it. It's,
0: Especially it's Joffrey. Like, I feel like if he was around now, he'd be, like, playing Halo online and telling everybody to suck his dick. Yeah, yeah. Among other things. Which I won't say.
1: (laughs) Yeah, other players will be like, your brother fucks your mom. (laughs) I know. (laughs) What's your point? Oh, sniped you. Uh. I have like a gamertag, like lead sniper XX69 or something. (sighs) Uh. Uh. Yeah, you can already hear. I can hear him in voice chat right now. I didn't even play this. I don't know what he sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, let's move on to Little Sasquin and Tywin, which I was hoping for a really good like one liner out of. Didn't really get it. It was a good little back and forth, but it wasn't. It was a little bit more people of their age kind of connecting on the fact that they're the oldest people here. Yeah. And that's kind of about it.
0: No, and I, I just thought it was good actors acting good, you know? Yeah. Like these are guys that have clearly been around the block more exactly. than enough times. And yeah, I would like to watch them do Shakespeare.
1: Hmm. i just have a good little chat. Yeah. Like, you think they're drinking tea later on, you find out there's gin in it.
0: <laughs> Damn it, teach these people how to podcast. Oh, wait, one of them's dead. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> Didn't want to bring that up. Um, but no, I do like the physicality of this scene, because Tywin's all broad-shouldered and kind of like a quarter-step in front of uh, Sasqueen, and just to be all like snooty about it. But, And she's just keeping pace anyway. It's She's not trying to overtake him or anything. It... Not trying to compete. She's like, oh, I know you're going to walk in front of me. I'm still going to talk. It's like, yeah, it's... Not a lot to it, but it's a little, you know?
0: She knows how to hold her power, like, Mm -hmm. and especially, yeah, in the layers that she talks and it's the layers that she walks as well.
1: Yeah, and I do like in this, in the knowing watch of this episode where she's like deflecting blame before anything happens. like, oh, you know, it's been, who would bring such violence into a wedding? Wink, not me. (laughs) (laughs) And things like, when Joffrey starts choking, she goes, oh, someone go help him, but not me. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All you dumb people, go help your king. Mm. That'll cover my tracks. No one suspects the person that t- calls everyone idiots.
1: Yep. No one suspects the nice old lady. Oh, I just I just want to have some tea and enjoy this food I paid for. Mm. Yum, yum, yum pie. <laughs> oh, look, the pie. <laughs> yep. All right Now, there's also a lot of, like, fire jugglers and um, fire breathers around. And I'm kind of trying to remember... Has uh, a performing professional been killed in this show yet?
0: <laughs> a performing professional been killed in this show?
1: Yeah, like a juggler or an actor or uh, something.
0: N- I mean, not that I've heard. <laughs> not that I
1: can. No, I mean, no, 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 not in real world. I mean, like within the fiction. Oh right. Okay. Do the, do the performers always leave, Is my question. <laughs> I'm trying to remember i think so <laughs> as long as they just perform if they do anything else like that the uh f- the court jester who steals sansa away and gets double crossed by little finger yeah. he dies and the one actor lady that was part of the acting troupe that tried to have the other one assassinated oh. but then that messed up and then got killed herself but you know as long as you don't do anything you're okay <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you're just happy to settle for a pittance and, you know, maybe an occasional raise from Tyrion, yep. um, you know, you, you can make a decent wage as a performer in the this kingdom.
1: Yeah, although I do like they do have a contortionist and uh, yeah. Oberon Martell and his uh, Lady Sand uh, Martell, don't know what her name is. i got to look that up. Ileana, I think, whatever. Uh, have a little look at that because, you know, they're all exotic. And then it has Podrick doing like a rubber neck. But I like that yeah. it, it follows Podrick as he's still looking back and just leaves <laughs> the contortionist. Like, you know what he's looking at. But I, like, I think it's just funny to frame it following him.
0: Yeah, if this was Game of Thrones, the animated series, his actual eyeballs would still <laughs> be in that exact same spot while his body walks away and stretches like, the...
1: Come <laughs> on, Podrick. All of you and the eyes... Back into his head. When
0: <laughs> they press a button and then a retract into his head like a tape measure.
1: Awooka. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, but yeah, I think, oh yeah, um, I'm almost out of notes. Uh, they play a sad version of Reigns of Castlemere. I may just have to play you this song so you know when to listen for it. Cause oh, okay. it's out there. I don't know. It's in a very particular point. And I don't know whether we should say it, and play it early, but just so you recognize what I'm talking about. Cause I brought it up before. Uh, yeah, it's a weirdly somber version, like, motherfuckers, read the room, this is a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> like, no wonder Joffrey threw money at you. Uh, there's a bit where... Oh,
0: actually, it didn't look like the dude, like, maybe it was him singing, but it's not. wasn't like an ADR thing like I was complaining about before. Mm. It just didn't look like that voice should sort of came out of that body, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, that happens sometimes. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say that's why Benedict Cumberbatch has a career, because his voice is far deeper than you would assume for his f- uh, frame.
0: Huh. Yeah, you wouldn't expect him to have, like, a gangly, high, nerdy voice. Yeah,
1: or at least a mid-turn, not that very deep Cumberbatchian.
0: And especially... A name like that. Oh, I'm Benedict Cumberbatch, I is. Yeah, well, what's the Charles Walser? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, him doing Julian Assange, by okay. the way. Direct quote from the fucking... <laughs> whatever that movie was. So just was. smash
1: that Julian Assange movie with yeah. the uh, Australian episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it does have a lot to do with embassies and hiding in them. So uh, I, I could see it happening.
0: Nobody's body's no effect, especially Kennedy Cumberbatch. <laughs> Um whatever. <laughs> cumberbund, Scrumberbatch batch. It's too easy.
1: That's the problem. There's so many options. You have so many letters to work with.
0: I think my favourite one was the honest trailer where it was like eggs benedict cumberbund.
1: <laughs> uh good. Uh yeah, I'm yeah, I'm out of notes. Uh last thing I wanted to mention is there's a bit where they're like Queen Marjorie gets up and goes, we'd like to announce that the leftovers will be given to the yeah. poor. And it's like, ooh, trickle-down economics, huh? Mm.
0: Oh, yay, a half-eaten apple.
1: that <laughs> has a chopped-up bird in it. Why do all these foods have chopped-up birds in
0: it? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I was looking out because I was like, did he kill a bird then? He probably should. Yeah, yeah, there's they a couple of a dead couples. Close of zoom
1: it. of like, yeah. I'm sure that's symbolic for something, but whatever. Um,
0: uh, you're never truly free or some shit.
1: Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And I do want to talk when the little people are running around, one of them boops Varus in the back of the head. Yeah. (laughs) And he's just got this look of just, (laughs) ah, this is why I don't come to weddings
0: but they played the sound effect really well because it sounded like exactly like one of those blow-up Easter show hammers that, yeah, <laughs> just has that particular
1: tongue. There's a very specific sound of that. And I yeah. know exactly what you mean.
0: Very ring-out balloon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, well, if that puts me out of notes, that puts you out of notes. We must ask our final question. How did we get here? Oh, well,
0: apparently the uh, first episode of this season is called Two Swords. Ooh. So we're just going to see... Two swords. Yeah, it's gonna be a recreation. It's gonna be like Game of Thrones version of mm. two hands, the popular Heath Ledger vehicle. Ah, okay. So yeah, gonna see a bit of Brian Brown in this episode.
1: Right. I thought it was gonna be like a mix of like a two brothers from Rick and Morty, like <laughs> two two swords and an armada and space and their brothers in a van. And there's driving. a
0: kid, and he can be in a wolf.
1: He'd also be a wolf, but he's also got a sword, and that's one of the two swords. You're going to see there's two swords.
0: All right, there's more meat on that, but I was just trying to think what two hands in Game of Thrones could be, and it's like, I don't know, he has a sack of gold and he puts it in his shoe when he goes running in the river and someone steals it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like uh, someone mentions two hands and Jamie just cries.
0: <laughs> Two swords, yeah, down Come to one. Come on,
1: man! I just, just, I'm still.
0: And uh, maybe there'll be a guest in the next episode. <gasps> Gasp! Who can tell? Mm. But yeah, coming up soon on our season five finale.
1: Yeah, I have one good guess.
0: Mm. Yes, that was a good guess, man. <laughs>
1: Oh, we're bad at this.
0: That joke was appalling.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Remind me to slap you up. Actually, for social distancing, slap yourself. Now give me a taste. <laughs> now both at once. <laughs> well, now because we're slapping ourselves, we must be out entirely. So I've been BT Calloway, and that's been Elliot J. O'Neill. Goodbye. And for now, our watch is ended.
0: Let's sing the theme song uh, backwards.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> I always want to get that gong in reverse.
1: Yeah. It's a good sound. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, now that other bit I always fuck up. <laughs> All right. How right. Hello. Hello. First fucking word.
0: New no record. <laughs> first syllable of I the know. first Christ. word. <laughs>
1: Hello there, you little birds on the wind. Welcome to Thrones oh. of Game, the Game of Thrones podcast where we listen. What?
0: Where we listen?
1: Sorry, I know. I, th- I was confused on you going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, were you responding to your water? Or are you like, something is something like coded in the, the term birds on the wind?
0: No, you just sound- kind of sounded like Ramsey then.
1: Oh, well, I don't know what happened then.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> is there still the intro? Or are we going again?
1: Fuck it, we'll do it again. <laughs>
0: Bonus, Saint. Mm-hmm.